The League of Legends betting podcast is brought to you by my patrons at patreon.com slash gelati lol. There you can find bonus content like in-depth articles on macro trend analysis and league previews, as well as thoughts on breaking news and the podcast picks before the show is released to platforms. You also get to support your creators more directly. Patreon.com slash gelati lol. That's G-E-L-A-T-I-L-O-L. All right, moving on to Sunday, February 4th, 2024. I'm currently recording this on Thursday afternoon. It's about 3.45 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to start. Uh, again, we're going to do backwards just because that's what I've gotten to so far. Just again, because of time constraints, I'm not going to have any recaps on the weekend games because I'm obviously recording this ahead of time. Uh, we will go over a lot of stuff next week. All right, opening up with some brief thoughts first on the LCS for Sunday night um, or evening, whatever. Uh, again, I'm playing this all pre-flop. I'm playing this before we even see Friday's games. I'm just giving my thoughts going into the weekend. Uh, this could change or adjust. I played relatively light in the LCS. I think I only had like three or four plays on the entire weekend in the LCS this season, uh, for this weekend. That could obviously change if you see stuff, but I'm not going to be around to see it. So we'll reassess next week. It's Honestly, it's probably better doing it this way so we don't overreact too much to, to single game samples. Like... We're still only four games into the season for these teams. We don't really know what we're looking at. Like The only real certainty we have is that Cloud9 are good. So First up, we have FlyQuest, minus 220 on the money line against Dignitas, plus 178. Model actually projected FlyQuest a little bigger than this. Uh, I don't really have anything in this. Fly, FlyQuest have been kind of quietly putting a nice season together, but Dignitas, like I mentioned yesterday, I'm still not entirely sure what to think of this team. I... I Maybe they're good, maybe they're terrible. I don't really know. They seem okay, but I can't really put I can't really put a finger on what they what this team is yet. So I definitely need more data on like Dignitas for sure. Um I would lean Dignitas kill spreads just because big kill spreads have been doing pretty well in the Western leagues in general. Um, especially with lower scoring totals. Uh LEC's kinda getting away from that after the first two weeks. But LCS, it's been pretty consistent so far, albeit through two weeks. So, yeah, I don't. I would lean Dignitas plus seven and a half kills if you can find it. But I don't know if you're going to get a seven and a half or six and a half. But I didn't actually play anything. Next, we have Liquid plus two hundred against Cloud Nine minus two fifty. Um, this is uh, not too far off where my models projected this, but again, small sample. Um, I think Liquid might be pretty good, but I still have my reservations. And obviously, APA is someone I've been ragging on. That, you know, I'm just going to play kill not, C9 kill spreads until the market corrects again. You're going to get like a minus 7.5 kills here. So I played um, right now temporarily. I just put minus 7.5 kills at minus 120. Realistically, this is probably going to be like 8.5 at like minus 106 when the sharper books put, put numbers up. But there's no derivatives for Sunday up yet. So for record-keeping purposes, we'll do Cloud9 minus 7.5 kills at minus 120. Um, if there's any changes to that, I'll let you know. Uh, third match is 100 Thieves minus 160 against Shopify Rebellion plus 131. Model made this a pick Um, I like Shopify's film a little bit more. I like some things I've seen from 100 Thieves. I like a lot of what they're doing, but they still have a lot of holes as well. This is probably a match that should be pick and it just isn't because of the records. So I took Shopify Rebellion on the money line plus 131 for one unit. G minus 350 against Immortals plus 270. This is a big, big number. I'm not entirely sure what I think about Immortals. Immortals and Dignitas, I'm having a tough time pinning down. Like, I think they're both probably better than the market thinks, but I'm not entirely certain yet. 
Uh, Mask is playing super well for Immortals, so I, I kind of like... I would lean si similar to yesterday with uh, Energy Shopify and today with... Um, what's it called? FlyQuest Dignitas. I'd lean to the underdog kill totals. Like, you're going to get like a 7.5, pro plus 7.5, probably. Maybe 8.5 at plus 270. Um, I'd lean that. I didn't ultimately play anything. We'll see what we end up actually getting. Uh, if, if there's any additional plays, then I'll, I'll make a note of it. Moving on to the LEC, we have uh, day two of the playoffs, first week of winter playoffs. These are best of three matches. First match is SK Gaming, plus 107 on the money line, plus 1.5 maps at minus 304, minus 1.5 at plus 310. Against Team Vitality, minus 129 on the money line, minus 1.5 maps at plus 238, plus 1.5 at minus 410. Models make this wrong team favored. My eyes and film review make this wrong team favored. This is two units, SK Gaming money line at plus 107, and I played minus 1.5 at plus uh, maps at plus 310 for a quarter unit as well. I don't think Vitality are bad. I think they're basically a mid like the middle team, but they're the middle team because their results are super volatile. Like this team doesn't have mediocre. They've had like one game that was just like a mediocre game this season. All of their games are like the rest of them, the other eight games have been either they get shit stomped or they do the shit stomping. So she was honestly like kind of the nature of this team, like by by construction. Like when we looked at this team going into the season, that was kind of the thought process was like, oh, this is just going to be a volatile team. They'll probably look really, really good sometimes and just be inconsistent. And that's kind of what we've gotten. I think they're better than the the like the bottom half teams, but I don't think they're they have enough consistency to be good enough to beat the top teams. Now, there's a case to be made that like Vitality are, are going to be a good play as a, as a bigger underdog. Like that's where that's where they're going to fit in. As a favorite, they're just going to be too inconsistent. So I'll take my shot. I'm going to take a big shot on SK Gaming here. Like I, I think they're just a better team. I think um, if if Vitality end up just high rolling and you know you get plus games or they flip three heads with VTO, Hilly, and Karzi, then that's fine. And I'm okay losing to that. But SK have been the better team this season, and I don't see why they're dogs in this game. I just don't get it. So I was going to play kill total unders here, but Vitality, when they lose, they just straight up feed. And I'm already kind of, I'm already playing the SK side of this. So I don't want to double dip on, I'm already double dipping on the money line. I don't want to double dip on the total. Like that would be like triple or quadruple dipping on the same narrative, which is, you know, Mad Lions, or not Mad Lions, Vitality tend to go over in losses by a lot. So, I mean, I don't know. Alternatively, if you really wanted to get saucy with this, instead of playing SK Gaming Moneyline, you could play, like, entirely alt spreads over. Like, you could go, like, over, like, 32.5 at, like, whatever it is, like, plus 200 or something. I'm going to take a quick look and see what you can get on that. You can probably get... Uh, no, none of the like Pinnacle doesn't have anything up yet. Nitro doesn't have anything up yet. But if you if they open up like if you end up getting like over thirty and a half kills at like plus one fifty or plus one seventy or something like that, like that could be an interesting way to play this because I think if SK Gaming win, a lot of the times when they win, it's just going to be a bloodbath and and Vitality are going to keep throwing themselves at them because that's just the nature of how they've been playing recently. But I just played SK Gaming money line double stake plus one oh seven. The second match in Europe is Mad Lions Koi plus 178 on the money line, plus 1.5 maps at minus 192, minus 1.5 at plus 489 against Fnatic, minus 221 on the money line, minus 1.5 maps at plus 157, plus 1.5 at minus 708. 
models made this closer. I think if you took if this was like a best of one, then I think it'd be interesting to take Mad Lions. But it's a best of three. Uh, it's a best of three with an extra week to prepare for the match. Or not an extra week, but a full week to prepare for just this match. I like this Mad Lions team. I like what their coaching staff has done with them. I like that they're feisty. You know, it's a bunch of young kids that are young and hungry. Um, they do have a leader in El Yoya who's seen this kind of stuff before, but they're still generally an inexperienced team. Fnatic are not an inexperienced team, and I think Fnatic are a, a pretty versatile team, like more so than they get credit for. So, you know, while the numbers make this shorter, like a shorter price than what the market is and suggest a play on Mad Lions Koi, I think you have to kind of make an adjustment up for Fnatic in a best-of series with extra time to prep. Uh, they have... You know, a lot of experience and, you know, what's wild about Fnatic is they haven't had a significant gold deficit at 20 minutes yet this year. They had their, their worst game grade was against G2 last week and they kind of, they had a really bad opening sequence and they got down like, I think it was like 3k gold at like 14 or 13 minutes or something, but they clawed a lot of that back. And by the time 20 minutes rolled around, they were down short. So you know, that was like their worst game grade this year, and it was against G2. Every other game, they've either led big or trailed small. Like, they, they have not had a game where they're in a super negative game state, like game script yet. Now, they've lost a couple games just to scaling disadvantage and some other some other things. And then they lost they lost to G2. They ended up losing to that G2, uh, that G2 game I just mentioned. But, you know, Fnatic are an incredibly resilient team. They're super versatile and... I just think like their experience is, and and continuity is going to kick in here, and I. Th but the thing is, like, if you take the model price and then do a qualitative adjustment upward, you end up pretty. You end up pretty much just where the market's at. So, I didn't play a side here. Kill total is extremely high in this. It's at set at twenty nine and a half at the square books. I would imagine Pinnacle is going to play like twenty eight and a half, juiced over, when in, when they put their prices up. Um. I would lean to that under just because I think teams tend to tighten up a little in the in the playoffs. Just like I mentioned in the last game, I'd lean to the unders. But, like, you know, I, Mad Lions have been super, super chippy. Fnatic have played some really, really bloody games. But I don't think either of these teams is as volatile as, as Vitality are. So I think there's a chance we could see, like, a more controlled game. I would like consider alt unders like under twenty seven and a half, under twenty six and a half. You can get like plus one twenty, plus one forty, something like that. I didn't make any official plays yet. If I do, I'll probably do that. As it stands, I would lean fanatic money line, lean kill total unders, but no actual plays on this match for me. Moving on to the LCK on Sunday, we have two extremely chalky matchups uh, for the end of week two. Uh, not a whole lot to say on this one, but I do have some plays. First, we have Nongshim Red Force plus 914 on the money line, plus 1.5 maps at plus 217, minus 1.5 at plus 1941. Against Hamon Life Esports, minus 1590, minus 1.5 maps at minus 274. Keep this really, really simple. Hamwa smashed the bottom of the table. They always smash the bottom of the table just by design how they play. Um, this, like, I, it's getting, it'll eventually get to a point where we'll take some shots, but like, until then, there's like not really an ups like there's not really a limit on the price for this one. So I played I played Hamo Life um minus one and a half maps at minus two seventy four for one unit. 
I know derivative plays in this one, but uh, the the under kill total under is probably a look that I'm going to consider. Actually, I didn't do that in the article. I'm going to take a quick look at what the actual total is right now. Kill total for this match is 21 and a half. All right, maybe I'm not that interested in an under. I would lean under still, even under those circumstances. Um, second match is Fear X plus 893 on the money line, plus 1.5 maps at plus 215, minus 1.5 at plus 1885. Against Gen G, minus 1540 on the money line, minus 1.5 maps at minus 270. Another huge favorite. I like Fear X. They picked up an ugly 2-1 win against Nongshim. Actually dropped a game to Nongshim, which I was a little disappointed about. But got the dub. Um, you know, this is just another one. I, I, I played Gen G minus one and a half maps at minus 270 for one unit. This is like, I like Fear X. I think they have an, like an outside shot at making playoffs. But Gen G are like two tiers better than them. And we know how the favorites do in the LCK. Uh, the big favorites anyway, the top of the table. I'm also going to do a parlay. So I played each of the spreads for one unit each. I'm actually going to double down and play a parlay of Hanwha minus 1.5 maps and Gen G minus 1.5 maps at minus 115 for an additional unit as well. Um, I'm also going to play the over 24 and a half kills uh, on maps one and two, each at plus 101 for one unit each. Fearex are an over team. They just are. They're feisty. They like fighting. Trade aggressively when they win. They trade aggressively when they lose. They're not afraid to, to full send it and punch up or punch back when they're losing in a game, you know, it's a good thing that they do that. They're not like some of these other teams where they just get like controlled out and, you know, lose 14 to four. Um, they're going to, they're going to go down fighting, even if it's detrimental to the actual game state that they're in. It's just the nature of how they play. Um, so they're just going to be an over team. They're actually averaging over 25 kills per game outside of that weird Hamwa series. And we know Hamwa are like the super controlly team, that are going to just be an under team when they're favorites most of the time, like I just discussed. Um, outside of that match, Fearx are averaging like more than 25 kills a game combined. So I also think there's a chance G2 or Gen G kind of like play with their food here a little bit, like they saw T1 doing the other day. And um, yeah, I think Gen G can be an over team too. We've seen that from them. They they sometimes run up the score as well. So I like the uh, over 24 and a half kills at plus 101 on maps one and two for one unit each. And lastly for the weekend, we have an awesome, awesome LPL slate on Sunday morning. Uh, the first match we have is OMG plus 208 on the money line, plus 1.5 maps at minus 148, minus 1 1.5 at plus 546. Against Ninjas in Pajamas, minus 262 on the money line, minus 1 1.5 maps at plus 122, plus 1 1.5 at minus 813. So OMG... I'm recording this Thursday afternoon. OMG completely smashed Thunder Talk today. And, you know, they looked better with Able. They played Able in their last matchup. To, I think they subbed him in, if I remember right. But it's not the first time we've seen them with Able. But they, they do look better with Able in the lineup for whatever reason. Maybe it's just a voice or in-game leadership or more stability. But, um, you know... I'm having a hard time figuring out, and we're obviously not going to know this until later, but like I'm having a hard time figuring out if that was more just a TT underperformance than an OMG are suddenly good and figured it all out. I would lean to the the former. Like I, I just don't, until now, everything we've seen from this OMG team has been very unimpressive. If anything, they've been worse than I thought they were going to be, and I wasn't even particularly strong-willed or bullish on them whatsoever going into this season 
But um, so so I would tend to think that that was more just a weird off like series for Thunder Talk than it was like OMG particularly like figuring it out. And you could also make the other case that it was like OMG just playing a unique uh, a, a fluky good series or just a a random good series. Ninjas in Pajamas, on the other hand, have looked good in every series they've played outside of that first, specifically the very first game they played. They've looked really, really good otherwise. Um, you know, they were super competitive against JDG, even though they lost 2-0. Like, I thought they could have won both those games. and Or maybe not the second one. The second one was pretty much in control of JDG, but the first, they kept the goal close. And in the first one, I think the first one they legitimately could have won. It was like a 50-50. I think Ninjas in Pajamas are a legit team. I think they're very good. I think there's a good chance that we're looking at like a top four, or top six team, maybe, maybe like a title contender if they can keep improving. They're a little bit rough around the edges, and I'm I'm not as in love with this roster as I am with the you know like the top three teams. Like right now, to me, I think there's a, and I'm going to talk about LNG in a little bit, but. I think like LNG, like Billy Billy look like the best team. I think LNG and JDG are probably in that same tier as them. They just look a little bit rusty right now. And then I think that next tier down is probably like NIP, Top Esports, and, you know, to be decided on the rest of them. I'm not buying OMG. The models aren't buying OMG. The models actually made this a cheap, like a, like a slightly cheap price for a favorite in Ninjas and Pajamas. But qualitatively, I just like what I've seen from them a lot more. So I'm going to play a double stake on the NIP money line here at minus 262 for two units. And I'm going to play a quarter unit on the NIP minus 1.5 maps at plus 122. I just think there's a big quality difference here. And I'm, I'm not buying that OMG have suddenly fixed everything because they beat up on TT this morning. I, like, we don't know if that was just a bad TT game or just a fluky good OMG game. I would bet it, maybe both. Just a weird series. So give me NIP. I think this team's legit good. Speaking of the aforementioned top three elite teams, we get a matchup between two of them on Sunday morning, an absolute banger between JDG and LNG. JDG are minus 304 on the money line, minus 1.5 maps at minus 101, plus 1.5 at minus 993. Against LNG Esports, plus 239 on the money line, plus 1.5 maps at minus 120, minus 1.5 at plus 639. So both these teams have looked a little bit rusty. They d neither of them look quite as sharp as Billy Billy do, but I think ultimately they they're both going to be in the conversation. Like all three of those teams are your they're, they're your S tier competition right now. Like they're going to be your you know final likely fi two of those three will likely be your finalists in the LPL until somebody else proves that they can join the conversation. Now, if you looked at this price last year, they actually we had a we had a playoff match last summer. We had a playoff match last summer between these teams. Actually, they played twice in the playoffs. The first time they played in playoffs, this was this exact price. Now, that was a best of five, so it's obviously not exactly the same. But it was minus 323 and plus 237. So, ask yourself, do you think LNG and JDG have changed that much? I think there's more parity here. They've both made lineup changes. They're both figuring out their new lineups. They're both still very, very good teams. They've both looked, you know, not perfect, but good so far, but a little bit rusty. I just think this is significantly closer to a coin flip than this market price. Like, JDG last season, there was a case that they were just the best team in the world, and LNG were a very, very good team, but a flawed team that was super one-dimensional and all that, and that was the price then. Like, this JDG team so far isn't the same team yet. 
Like they're just not like they shouldn't be like it's it's week two of the season. They shouldn't be laying three oh four to any other team that's good yet. And and I think JDG might end up still being the best team in the LPL at the end of this season. But right now they're not the best team in the LPL. Like they're as good as the other three. This should be closer to even money. Like for what it's worth, the models made this minus one sixty six. JDG minus one sixty six. So you know it's not gospel yet. We don't have a huge sample size in the LPL. But and and you know maybe maybe JDG just f- have figured it out. They've shaken the rust off and they come out and smash this series. But I absolutely love LNG esports here. I played. I I almost wanted to double stake it, but it just feels wrong double staking against a team of JDG's caliber. So I just played it for a single stake. I played LNG plus one point five maps at minus one twenty for one point two units. LNG on the money line at plus two thirty nine for a half unit. And LNG minus 1.5 maps at plus 639 for 0.1 units. I just think this price is out of line. And, you know, if th- this would be a situation where, like, if I was, like, Kelly staking, this would be a lot. This would be a big edge on market price. But I'm going to keep it flat for now. I, I really did want to double stake this. Or at least double stake the plus 1.5 maps. But I'm just going to leave it as is for now on the side. I'm also going to play the kill total over. Now, a bit of a caveat here. The market makers haven't posted this yet. Um, just a couple of the square books floated 21 and a half at minus 120 split. That's 365. It's not a good sharp number at all. I would expect that Pinnacle's probably going to be 22 and a half juiced over or 21 and a half juiced heavily over. I, on the uh, Patreon, I put 21 and a half kills kind of as a placeholder on uh, one unit each on map one and two. But when whenever pinnacle releases the alt lines i'm going to be all over playing the alt kill totals here um i'm going to look at probably 23 and a half around plus 120 or so um if if we get a big fat number on like over 24 and a half at like plus 150 or something i'll play that general the premise being here or not premise the thesis being here that generally when you get matchups between the good teams in the lpl good versus good Kill total overs. The games tend to be very bloody. Bad versus bad, depending, is usually an underlook. Good versus bad, usually an underlook. And mediocre versus bad, usually an underlook. Um, but good versus good, they tend to be overs. And, you know, obviously there's exceptions. Specific teams are unique and different exceptions to all those things. But I'm just like, as a general, you know, rule of thumb. Um, when the good teams play each other in the LPL, it tends to be an overlook, and we're getting a really, really low kill total for this one. Um, I'm going to mention this in the next match as well, but the kill total is four kills different. So placeholder, but going to look, you know, for the sake of argument, I'm going to look to play over 23.5 at like plus 120 uh, for one unit each on each of maps one and two. But again, not posted. I'm just ballparking a guess at what the price is going to be. And I'll be all over that. If you really want to get aggressive, you could play like way up the line, way up the ladder, play like 25 and a half, 26 and a half, et cetera, and do like a ladder like you would for an alt spread in the NFL or something. But that's all for now on that one. Except we have another banger. We have Royal Never Give Up plus 118 on the money line, plus 1.5 mass at minus 258, minus 1.5 at plus 317 against Weibo Gaming, minus 143 on the money line, minus 1.5 mass plus 206, plus 1.5 at minus 422. I don't have the data for this morning's match from Thursday morning uh, input yet, but without that, the models made this pretty much dead on the market price for this match. 
coming into this weekend, I was looking to play RNG in this spot, like just kind of browsing ahead at prices. Like my initial instinct was that this was going to be a good spot for what for RNG, especially if Weibo got smashed yesterday. But Weibo were pretty competitive against LNG this morning. Um, I don't know why I said yesterday. It was this morning. Jeez. Um, hashtag night shift things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was I was looking to play RNG, but I was hoping I'd get a better price on it. And I think generally speaking, I'm trying to be a little bit more selective about these like closer lines, like smaller edges, right? Like I like if this was plus one thirty, I'd probably play it. Like my gut tells me that this is a play. I think this is basically a pick 'em between these two teams. But Weibo also impressed me a little bit this morning, and you know that's not a big enough margin in price to like make it worth a play to me. Uh, so I would lean RNG, but I didn't play anything in this one. This is another one. So like right now, again, square shops are floating 25 and a half kills, but if we get, and I would still consider an over again, this is a good team versus a good team matchup. If we end up getting like 23, if we get 25 and a half kills at plus 100 or better when it's posted to the, the, to like pinnacle and the other books like that, then I'll probably play an over, but it's just under consideration. I, I'm not. There's no official play for me on this map. If we get 24 and a half close to even money, then I'll absolutely play that though on maps one and two. So no play for now, but lean kill total unders, lean RNG or kill total overs and RNG, lean RNG. That's going to be it for this show. I'm going to be out of pocket all weekend. Check the Patreon for any updates on Friday morning. Will be the last time I'm going to be able to actually sit down and do anything with this stuff. Um, I won't have recaps for any of the game. I'll I'll try to do like a, a a longer form like general recap of the weekend on Monday since there's only the two um, LPL games on Monday morning this week. LEC's ending Sunday. So maybe on Monday and Tuesday we'll take a little bit of time to to kind of recap the whole weekend since I'm not getting to do it day by day here. Until then, I will see you and good luck this weekend.